things that I was looking forward to uh, for the month of July is for this Sunday. A Sunday where we can have our, our families together uh, around uh, the communion table uh, just to pause and celebrate. And so we were talking a little bit on Wednesday um, with some of the students. We were uh, just chit-chatting. I was sitting next to one of the kids and I said, I'm looking forward to Sunday. We're going to have communion. And they said, well, what's that? And uh, that's one of the reasons we wanted to do communion uh, together as family, because a lot of times our kids are kind of in another area, and we kind of celebrate communion over here, and they don't get to be part of it. And so this morning, I'm just going to share some things that are kind of brief. You have your Bible, go to uh, Mark chapter 14, uh, go down to verse 22. Thinking about communion, what do I say to a person that's, you know, kind of coming in for the outside? Or maybe this is your first Sunday to gather, or the students, there's things that are in front of you, and we've done things a little bit different. So this morning, uh, we're going to pause and celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ in communion. We're going to say to us, to ourselves publicly or individually, however you want to look at it, here's the communion table, and it's an individual choice for you today. If you have a personal relationship with Christ, forgiveness is part of who you are. This communion table is open to you, even if you're not a member of Bible Fellowship Church, or maybe you're just here visiting. We're here to celebrate what Christ has done for us. And so I was thinking about Jesus as he's sitting with the disciples in in Mark chapter 14, and and he, he says some things. Look at verse 22. And as they were eating, he took bread And after blessing it, he broke it, and he gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. In verse 23, it says, And he took a cup, and while they were giving thanks, he gave it to them. And they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. I was thinking about this morning as we celebrate communion, we typically will, we have our little piece of communion bread that we kind of just, give out, but I, I, was, I meant to go out and buy a loaf of bread that had not been sliced, and then just picture Christ as he prays with the disciples. He takes this whole loaf of bread, and he breaks it and says, okay, you take a piece, and you take a piece, and you take a piece. And so something that started out complete as a loaf of bread is going to be pulled apart. And what a vivid picture of Christ saying, Here's something complete, but I'm going to choose to give my body for you. I'm going to set myself aside, my wants and my preferences, and I was immediately drawn away in my mind as I thought about this picture of the loaf of bread just being pulled apart of Philippians chapter 2, where Paul reminds us to the church of Philippi, this is what Christ did. He emptied himself even becoming obedient to death, death on a cross. The worst way to die, Jesus said, I will humble myself. I will allow my body to be broken for you. Sitting with his disciples, Mark, now we're gathered 2,000 years later as a family on Hammock Road to be reminded that an individual by the name of Christ was willing to give himself as a ransom. I was thinking about Matthew chapter 1, 18 to 22, and Joseph appears to, or the angel appears to Joseph, and Joseph is in this turmoil. My wife is expecting, the child is just going to be born of a virgin. How, that doesn't make sense to me. God, I'm just going to divorce her. No, no, hold on a second. The angel said, you're giving the name of Jesus. 
because through that name will be forgiveness of sin. I was reminded of of Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, by there is no other name where somebody can spend eternity in heaven. It's only Jesus. There is no other opportunity for forgiveness outside of three nails, a cross, and an empty tomb. Nothing more, nothing less. It's not about you. It's about what Christ has offered. So this morning, um, we're going to spend some time just around the table. But I just want to say a couple more things before, to you before we open up communion. I want to remind us this morning that all of us are sinners. All of us have something inside of us that separated us from God. But this morning, we're going to stop and celebrate. Okay, God, I recognize I was here. But because of Christ, we are now together. Sometimes we need to recognize that we're far apart so it gets our attention to say, okay, hold on a second, I was wrong. I need a Savior. I'm pretty sure if you're sitting next to your spouse or a friend or your neighbor or a family member, they could tell us about your sin. They could tell us about your issues. It's always easy to talk about somebody else, but this morning, sitting in your seat, are sinners. Standing here is a sinner. And I know that, but I've been reminded of the word grace. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, for by grace you've been saved through faith, not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works so that no one should boast. It's interesting as you're around church, it's, there's a lot of talk and things people say, well, you know, well, I, I'm a Christian. Okay, well, what does that mean now to you? Is that just something that you have intellectual knowledge about the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, which I think is really important, and a four- or five-year-old little person can come to realization, yeah, I'm a sinner, and I recognize that Christ died on the cross for my sin, by grace, separated. What's fascinating about children? They love to receive gifts. Can I ask you something? Is there a time in your life that you received the gift of salvation? I was thinking back of... of our time on Friday with the DeWitt family. And Bob would sit on this side of church. Often he would wear something red because he loved the Louisville Cardinals. And, um, but what was interesting is something happened in Bob's life over the years. And I don't know the exact time. I can't tell you the date, the hour, the minute. But Jesus got a hold of Bob's life. And Bob would come and sit with us on Thursday mornings as we study the Word of God together. Bob would be there with his Bible, Bible open. He'd bring his, actually his own commentary because sometimes, uh, I think Hap said it the best, sometimes we get in the weeds and then Bob would pull us out with, here's a, this is what the commentary says, gentlemen. We need to talk about the Scripture, not all these other little things. But Bob loved Jesus more than he loved Louisville Cardinals. Bob loved Jesus more than he loved the University of Louisville. Bob loved Jesus more than he loved golf. Bob loved Jesus more than he loved donuts, but I'm not sure. I didn't learn that on Friday that he really loved donuts. Do you love Jesus today? Does it come out of your mouth? Romans chapter 10, verse 13 talks about those who confess it with their mouth. Have you ever said, Jesus, I accept your gift? It's part of who I am I receive your broken body. I receive your shed blood for my sin, forgiveness of my sin. And so this morning, if that is true, of you sitting in your seat, not a respecter of ages, 
We're going to pause in just a second and, and play some, just probably some quiet music just to give you an opportunity to say, you know what? If I've never done that, I want to do that today. Make that choice this morning. It'll radically change your life, I promise you. You'll have hope when there's no hope. You'll have joy in the midst of sorrow. You'll have peace in the midst of turmoil. But more importantly than all those things is you'll have Christ inside of you for eternity. I cannot wait to when I get to take my last breath because I want to see Jesus and I want to see all those people that have gone on before me by faith, saying what I just believe. I received that gift. I'm a sinner. I received it. Thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, I don't know the number. But I long to see Jesus. And I long to see the family members that went on before me. And that will only happen because of the cross. So I want to give you a minute. Before we take this, this communion, 1 Corinthians is pretty clear. Paul's talking to a church that say, you know what? It's just a big joke. It's not a big deal. No, no. This is a big deal. If you've never said yes to Jesus, just let the cup go past. We do not have any cameras in our buildings watching you. We will not meet you in the parking lot and say, by the way, why did you not take communion? That's not who we are. But don't be, don't be the one that says, oh, well, it's, it's, no, no. Paul told the church at Corinth that some of those people had fallen asleep because they said, you know what, it's, not a, it's just a joke. It's just, it's, just, it's just a drink and it's just a piece of bread. No, no. It's an opportunity for me to declare publicly that I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of my Savior. I'm reminding myself of his broken body and his shed blood so that I could have forgiveness of sin. So to give you just a minute, the guys are going to come forward. Just a little time of self-evaluation. Open your heart up before the Lord. If there's something there, just confess your sin. God, I'm mad at this person. Just say, I'm, I'm sorry, I need to let that go. So as Jordan plays a little bit, the guys come forward, give you just a little time of, of quiet, you and the scriptures, you and Jesus, confessing your heart before him as we gather as a family uh, this morning. And uh, Pastor Andy, when, in just a minute, when the guys come, when you join me here? Jesus, we pause this morning as a family. Hearts filled with gratitude because you made a decision to explain to your disciples in that upper room, this is what it looks like. This is what communion is. This is what the Lord's Supper is. So it's pretty simple but extremely profound. It could be something common, but it could be some of the greatest joy in your soul this morning. Made a decision. Said, go ahead, beat my body. Take my beard. Spit on me, laugh at me. Place a crown of thorns on my head. For you. 
for me. So Jesus, we're here and we're excited and we're thankful for what you've done for us. So if you're here and you know him, you've received the gift, you've said yes to the forgiveness that's only found in a cross and an empty tomb, this table's available to you. No pressure on our end, no comments in the parking lot, We love you enough just to say, here it is. Celebrate with us the forgiveness of your sin. Celebrate with us somebody that gave his life for you. Celebrate with us a table of humble submission for you. So, Father, it's in your name I pray. Amen. Gentlemen, would you join us?
But I also deliver to you that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So Jesus, we want to say this morning, or I say this morning, publicly that I place my faith in your death on the cross and your broken body for my sin. And that is my prayer for every single one sitting in this building, that if they don't know you, Jesus, they would receive your sacrifice of a broken body. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. And I pray, Jesus, that you would help me and, the, and this family be a family of sacrifice. Because you demonstrated to us what it looks like, that we would allow ourselves to be broken and poured out in a messy community. We need your help, Jesus. So we ask you for it, and we thank you for the privilege to celebrate your broken by this morning for us. It's your name I pray. Amen.
I just want you to know, I love to listen to you play that piano and sing. And I'm so thankful this morning that God brought you guys back here. And uh, so thank you for worshiping with us and for us and encouraging us in that. A huge blessing to me this morning. In the same way as he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink. It's in remembrance of me. For as often as you Eat this bread and drink this cup. You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Pastor Andy. Let's pray together. Father, we are amazed that God would become man. And we are amazed that the God-man would give himself in sacrifice for our sins. Shedding his blood so that our sins can be washed away and we can live with you forever. What a mighty God we serve What a mighty Savior we have in Jesus, and we just say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to ask you to to stand with us. Um, Nancy, can you do me a favor? Can you just make sure that we take down the house lights and just light up the cross, really? We're going to close with a couple songs. And so this morning, it's just a neat opportunity to, to close our worship time together excited about the songs that Pastor Jordan has shared and is planning. And uh, so thank you for being part of our family today. And I appreciate it. Would you worship with us in these last two songs? God bless you and have a great day.